I just hit record. That's right. I don't. Tim, I, that I, is. I just, I just hit record right now. It's, I'm just recording. That's yeah. Oh, have you not been wow. recording before now? No. It's against <laughs> the rules, Pat. All that gold. In a galaxy far, far away, three buddies get together to discuss The Mandalorian. My name is Tim. I am uh, your... Sh- wise cracking sharpshooter and joining me today is pat edwards hi all my buddies <laughs> and jane ritt hi everybody what do you was one of you the southern racist imperial who wants to be you have to choose one yeah one of you has to be the southern to, racist no, imperial. I'm sorry no, i don't want to be a the southern other one gets racist. to be the mando um, okay, I don't want to be the Mando. I mean, can we pick and choose our tropes? Like, okay, I think fine. that yeah. I could be um, the stern-faced analyst who's always delivering grim news. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. Um, can I be one of the pirates, but one who sure. survives? Sure. <laughs> Were there survivors? <laughs> no. Well, maybe. Maybe one of the guys that fell off just, like... Got a big yeah. contusion. Yeah, he just got an ouchie. Yeah, Pat yeah. stands up and is like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Frick, I'm an orphan. <laughs> um, so this is a very exciting episode yeah. of The Mandalorian for a couple of reasons. It's the penultimate episode. How old were you guys when you learned the definition for penultimate? Because everyone uses it incorrectly. Uh, I don't even know when. Pro- double digits, at least. No, I actually can. I do know this. I know when I learned. Fuck, what was it? Okay, I'll fill this. I'll fill this airspace. I have no idea when I learned it, but I use it properly. (laughs) Oh, I know. Okay, it was a stand-up comedian, and it was a CD my dad would play. Fuck, who's a stand-up comedian? It's so good. And they were joking about the the painting of the Last Supper. Uh huh. And uh, oh, it's a Monty Python sketch. That's what it is. It's a Monty Python sketch about like this painting of the Last Supper. There's that really famous one. And then it's like a whole bit sketch about how he did like a really terrible job and he added like flamingos and there's like 37 <laughs> disciples when there's only supposed to be 12. And he's like, and then the the artist is like, well, we'll just call it the penultimate supper. And like everyone like the laughs and the, on the CD, I'm like, what is that word, daddy? And he's like, oh, it means second to last. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Second. Yeah. I mean, penultimate is a better word than ultimate, unfortunately. Uh, and none of us use ultimate as the last thing. We use it as the best thing oftentimes. Yeah. Um. Tim, can I just say thank you really quick? I really appreciate that trip down my childhood memory because mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun times listening to comedy CDs well, in the car with my dad. So thank you. The point of podcasting is to dissolve chunks of memory that are locked within um, fatty tissue within your body so that when you're driving around in your car, you get uh, 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 almost like an LSD trip from the hit show uh who, the two cops it's the hbo cop show with matthew mcconaughey it's called the the two cops what's it called what are it called? oh matthew true, mcconaughey. De- true detective true detective <laughs> <laughs> y'all you know that uh, i love a two good detectives di- you know that i love a <laughs> good digression but if i can't talk about this episode which was good as hell right now yeah. i am going to explode <laughs> this episode was so good literally yeah, jane blood and guts all over the screen she's yeah to pop. just <laughs> Just like a thermal detonator, just rocked so much. Thermal detonator, that's a Star Wars thing. That is a Star Wars thing. Uh, And we also got a little bit, before we get into the episode, a little bit uh, uh, more Brennan Circus in that we are getting a horrific number of new Star Wars shows. 
Excuse me. Too many. Um, too many. So we're going to record a baby uh, bonus episode, time willing. But right now, the, the gang is pretty excited yeah. to expand the Bounty Buddies uh, brand umbrella uh, to include only the droid show. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, we were talking before we went live that... Um, We'll see. We're interested in expanding the umbrella of the Star Wars content we talk about, but we want to see what what really hits us. Though, if there's anything that hits yeah. us the way this show hits us, we got to figure out how to drink from this fire hose because yeah. the uh, press releases were fast and furious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, uh, it was fucked up. It was it was like, oh, and this one's happening. Yeah. Oh, and this one's happening. Oh, and this one's happening. And it has what director? Yeah, I went into a series of meetings and I came out of the meetings and I was like. What? <laughs> so we will talk about that. We will have our mm-hmm. our uh, reactions to the new announcements um, outside of the format of this specific episode, which is going to focus on the believer. Oh, yeah. I, oh my God! What? What a what? Oh, the I just I, he's the believer. Yes, Mayfield's the believer, right? Well, oh, no, Mayfield's the believer. No, I thought Mayfield. I don't know. I wasn't hundred percent, but I was leaning yeah. Mayfield's oh. the believer. I don't know what that means in this context anymore. Or yeah. or is to... is Valen Hess the believer because he like built he see see I think I think Mayfield Evil was a believer and then he has come around through the events of the episode but also the oh. events of yeah. his very storied life. This this is an episode that I liked the first time I watched it. I watched it. Tw- I watched every. I think I watched every episode twice because I usually can't stop and I watch it the second. You know, first thing in the morning <laughs> on Friday, and then I watch it closer to our recording time. And I liked it the first time. I love it the second viewing. It's incredibly tight. It mm-hmm. has um, a message that it sort of um, the spoken dialogue presents a version of the message that lacks nuance but the actual events and the acting deliver a version of that message that is incredibly nuanced it shows doesn't tell um yeah ugh, it's and like so i said good. yeah you know as as we've been setting up bill burr's uh, mayfeld is the only realistic character in any star wars and he uh continues to show that in spades this episode oh yeah uh what 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 a great episode holy shit from from like start to finish like a lot of amazing what's what i'm looking for easter eggs slash cinematic callbacks and homages oh my gosh let's mm-hmm. let's get into it yeah yeah so uh this episode the believer was directed by um rick famiyua who direct has directed a lot of really interesting stuff he did uh there's that movie from five years ago dope which was about like 90s kids in los angeles uh he is a producer i think he was the creator and producer he directed the first episode of the shy which is um set in chicago it's i think it's on showtime just the action the pacing this was such a slickly directed episode yeah it's it's a it's a meal yeah Mm -hmm. that's the best way to say it right yeah and the amuse-bouche is a (laughs) cut to a scrapyard prison planet where um our guy mayfeld has been um sentenced to uh just picking apart 
old ships and yeah. chassis Which, and gears honestly, and guts. I know the Republic, and that's a big part of this show has been showing us that it's the, the, the universe, the galaxy is much more gray than just the New Republic is good guys and, yeah. and Empire is bad guys. I mean, the Empire is bad guys, but the New Republic isn't shining knights. Um, be, <laughs> because, though... There seems no point in this, and that this is absolutely something a, a droid or a robot could do with the technology. Right. But it's almost like, nah, still, fuck you. We're gonna make you do this. <laughs> we, uh, we've all said that uh, the sta- the titular Star Wars are job creators, right. whether they're prison <laughs> jobs or, or what have yeah. you. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Did you, you? I believe neither of you played uh, uh, Fall Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. I watched like an hour and a half <laughs> that okay. my husband was playing. So, uh, the, the essentially the same things going on here, but it's this that this uh, 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 fallen order takes place. Let's go ahead and say 10, 15, 20. It's it's in between um, uh, a new hope and uh, rise of the Sith or whatever that one's called. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Well, no, what's it called? Yeah, that one. Uh, the bad one. Uh, yeah, that one, the third one that mm-hmm. we all agree has problems, but is interesting and sometimes. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's just like a dude, uh, not a prisoner, but it, it gets into that thing that Mando does so well of like, what do normal people do? It's like, well, mostly shitty jobs that are dangerous, while the uh, Empire slash uh, Republic, at the, or whatever they call themselves, the, uh, the Galactic Federation or whatever, um, is, is shitty at them. Uh, and I have said before that the beginning of Fallen Order is like the coolest introduction to Star Wars ever, uh, because it gives you, it does the Star Wars thing of like showing you sights and sounds that you know and love, which is kind of, uh, Star Wars' best and worst, uh, 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 traits. Uh, and, but it's also like, you know, really heartfelt of like people just trying to keep their head down while bad shit happening and then try, like... Uh, in this case, he has Jedi powers, and he's like, I can't use my Jedi powers, I was gonna get murdered. And then he has to choose between a friend and revealing himself, and it rules. Uh, and when I saw the scrapyard here, I was like, okay, different scrapyard. Uh, but it was cool for a variety of reasons. One, to show that, like, okay, the New Republic isn't <laughs> horrifically different than um what we had before and also you know you got you gotta you gotta see the these um effects of these huge battles and stuff like that it's it's just super cool mm-hmm. it is fucking wild the conceit of this universe where 99.999 percent of the population mm-hmm. are just trying to fucking live yeah. but every day it's like off to work honey if our planet doesn't get blown up <laughs> i'll see you tonight for dinner it's just wild that that's the when you think about it like imagine we're just going about our daily lives we're doing all this stuff but out there at any moment um we could be collateral damage for conflicts between space fascists and space wizards and it's just fucking actually pretty wild when you think about that yeah and this is this tiny tiny small group of people that are leaving a wake of such chaos across the galaxy for billions Mm -hmm. and billions of people um i do love with this opening though because I, I feel like we made a joke about it it's like oh man what are they just cut to oh that prison break was crazy and he's on the ship or we also were talking about is it gonna be like this prison break heist is it gonna be a whole thing right and it's the most <laughs> the easiest prison break that's so funny yeah just... dude I, I i was like okay be sure to claim that we called this even though 
we said the opposite. Right. Like, we all said they're just going to show up and be like, we, we've signed the form. Let's go. I thought that part was really yeah. silly and, and, uh, and the like quote unquote bad way, but also who gives a shit. Let's go way, right. which I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means that we can spend the bulk of the episode with him. And I yeah. think it was a yeah. really smart way to do that business. Also, yeah. it kind of comes into this overall idea. Like, what does it mean to govern a galaxy? You know, mm-hmm. like, you can have your bureaucracy, you can have your policy, you can have your red tape, but in the, in the grand scheme of things, uh, this guy is in, you know, space junkyard prison for being an accessory to a murder of a guy. So, like, yeah, yeah like, like a space marshal should be able to just show up and be like, we need this guy. Here's here's yeah. his walking papers, you know, let's... Yeah, I mean, I, I think... It's sort of funny because, like, some of the most interesting things about futuristic sci-fi and things like that is, like, the boring shit. It's like, okay, how does bureaucracy work? How does red tape work? How does this work? How does that work? Um, Because, yeah, you know, there is this legit, like, if you are a a rebel, a freedom fighter, an insurgent, well, what are you going to do once you take over? And, unfortunately, sometimes those arguments are used to allow oppressive regimes to stay in right. forever but you know it is a legitimate concern right uh you know how, how do you make sure like all like this season has given us so many treats of that yeah uh and i think we know that the republic isn't very good because they let the new order exist so right. there's that sort of fun thing where uh uh, and these in-between shows, they get to have their cake and eat mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. Because uh, they mm-hmm. get to show you what it's like, and they get to, like, also nod and be like, well, here's maybe why something bad, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, was able to fester. So they just check him out of prison. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're like, we need this guy. And I appreciate Dude. that Mayfeld, while he doesn't appear to be enjoying his lot in life, is yeah. also like, I... I do not trust this mysterious change in my circumstances. Especially, there is such a good moment where he's like, who's this lady? And, like, yes. follows her. His expression when she first walks up. Because she's something to, you know, it's like, is phenomenal. And yeah. I want to give Bill more credit, honestly, for his acting in this episode. Yeah. Which I never thought I would say. Like, he's enjoyable. But, like, yeah, his facial expression is perfect just yeah I feel like exactly yeah. i feel like how i'd react if, if someone who yeah. looked like that walked up i was like yeah <laughs> okay yeah. Um, and, and we don't talk about this a lot because it's it's pretty small but she does have a republic face tattoo yeah. so like yes. so like you do kind of know what you are getting into when right. she walks up to you it's she, like she, i mean that, the thing is like okay you have to know that she's was a drop here like no you kind of know when you see her. yeah if you have mm-hmm. any idea of what could exist right. you're like okay she's one of three things i'm sure right. of it. because and also her her arm tattoo i think we've established earlier in the show like means that you are a drop trooper so oh, really? you know mayfeld has been around he knows that that there's gonna be uh, uh some strings attached to this holiday <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he, like and, and he does later in the episode uh say basically he you know he makes fun of her yeah uh, for being whatever uh yeah you know uh, last season uh, uh, May- uh mayfeld's character was like so surprising because it was just outside of the austerity the pomp uh the self-seriousness that we usually get in a star mm-hmm. war in such a refreshing way and it is really rad like you said yeah. pat to see him like uh, he was a good actor last time but it's really great to see him 
do yeah. really, really uh, deep stuff from, yeah. you know, subtle, like, what the fuck is happening to, like, almost crying. God, such a rules. Mm-hmm. One of the the greatest things about the Star Wars universe for me is that you pan across a cantina and there's all of these different people. And if the camera stops on any one of them, you can believe that if you followed them out of the cantina, their life would be interesting. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what kind of funnily my least favorite thing about star wars is because it's interesting because they all go back and literally write a book about it like, right. like <laughs> which which i you're right i don't yeah. want to say like i disagree with you it's just like um it, the, they, they they do that's sometimes the case because they want to sell more toys and for those who don't know tim is not being hyperbolic that is literally what they yeah. did like in yeah. the 90s they literally took like freeze frames of every shot from the original trilogy like of right. the moss Eisley cantina everything and we're like there is a book about every single person or being right. in that it, it, fucking because because they because because they weren't doing what jane is saying is like oh their life would be interesting they're like no their life is epic yes. and they went on fucking this and the other mm-hmm. thing whereas like what, what jane is saying is 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 still true uh it, it, it may be this new version of star wars where they're not trying to sell books at gas stations and shit like <laughs> uh so yeah she leads them around junk pile and there's the slave one just just there because i guess you can just land a ship on a prison planet that's fine yeah, yeah. um she has her badge like hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh and then you see, yeah fennec and boba and is this as boba looks good oh yeah boba looks so good yeah uh i like that he still has the dent in it yeah he's so like well i can't fix that so mm-hmm. just a great moment where mayfeld walks up because he knows that there are strings attached he sees mandalorian armor freaks out and was like oh i thought you were another guy and then <laughs> mando walks down the ramp and he is like uh-oh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no 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 take me back i don't, don't want to be here i don't want to yeah. be here. yeah that's part rolled uh yes the 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 springing the wisecracker out of prison when you have all the strings mm, delicious yeah mm-hmm. and he knows that he has no cards to play here which yeah. is it's just great because the last time that we interacted with him he was in his element you know he is a a skilled agent um, and now he's wearing a prison jumpsuit um, and they lay out for him that really they just need him so that they can get the coordinates of Moff Gideon's ship. Um, yeah. And as soon as he hears the word Moff Gideon, uh, he's like, well, you, you might as well just put me back on the prison planet or kill me because like this is not <laughs> going to go well. Um, yeah. And that's such a good way to just subtly continue building up this menace of moff gideon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like okay well i'm not messing with that guy sorry but no it's like i knew this was going to be a dangerous mission not a suicide mission jesus christ yeah um but we don't get his backpack back which i know rp a real one yeah yeah well especially if it, i guess to be fair uh an infiltration mission that kind of stands out i mean we've talked about it it was in one episode a season ago yeah. I disagree. They should have, they should. <laughs> the backpack is good enough. Then. Yeah. He basically says he has to get to some kind of special, like a physical terminal that's right. linked in to the Imperial system. Yeah. And he knows there's one relatively close on a planet called Morak. Um, there's a secret mining operation, which I do. It is just. I obviously love this show and love Star Wars. I do poke holes, though, because I do love the thing. of I know the New Republic is stretched 
within trying Maybe. to establish a system of government across 100, 200 planetary systems. Um, I do feel like, though, dropping them an anonymous note is like, hey, like there's an imperial, a, a functioning imperial base should probably yeah. go to the top of, would probably go to the top of their priority list. Because we've come into this multiple times now. Yeah. There was the one on Navarro. There was this one. Well, the thing that I, the thing I think is interesting is that like it doesn't, because <laughs> the whole uh, uh, so much of what Star Wars kind of is right. is like this uh, politics between right. uh, mm-hmm. inner rim and outer rim, and occasionally mid rim, right. which is one re- reason why uh, the prequels kind of suck, uh, while giving us delicious treats of what the inner right. rim conflicts look like. Uh, is you know they don't they don't have the manpower or the 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 give a shit in this right. to go out there and make sure these outer rim right. planets are safe. Like not to bring it too much to current events, but the New Republic is now building a like it attempting to build a functional government that is trying to deal with the fact that the the galaxy was sort of split in half and half of your working population was rolling up to a fascist government. Um so they can't just reject sort of half of the people who exist in the in the galaxy, they're probably mm-hmm. trying to uh, build consensus and build <laughs> unity. And right, it, yeah. it would be it would be jeopardized if it is perceived that they're using all of their resources to chase down, you know, tiny imperial mm-hmm. uh, relics instead of you know building infrastructure mm-hmm. and and doing right. all of this stuff it right. would not it's, be it's, politically expedient for them to right. necessarily it, it, you know play whack-a-mole right exactly and it's probably like <laughs> as shitty as it is uh a lot of the problems just work themselves out because right. there's so much infighting it's like okay we're gonna spend you know 45 right. units of productivity to take out this one base but we still have to figure out import tariffs between Curacao <laughs> right. and, and Corellia. Uh, it, it reminds me uh, again, not to get like real world, but like uh, occasionally um, uh, last week tonight, John Oliver show would like discuss how horrifically complicated Brexit is. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what did you want to do if you want to take a dog from France to Great Britain or something like that? Right. And it was like baffling. So you just imagine, like, all their energy is, like, set up being like, all right, what are the water laws? What are the food laws when there are, uh, just in this town alone, a hundred different types of stomachs? You know, what is safety when someone can eat, like, anything versus someone that would die based on this? So, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, like, it makes sense. It sucks. I, 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 like I said before, I think it is. Um, a cake and eat it too situation because they're able to accomplish both things. They don't have to. Right. They they show you how hard it is and they show you how, uh, some of a lot of it is because uh, of so their neglect. You know there are uh, on Coruscant there especially there are uh, centrists that are. Oh my, oh my god! god yeah. About, we should reach out to the Imperial remnants and and try to unify and come together. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Because if you think about it, like in this. In this galaxy, there is a lot of infrastructure that was built by the Imperials, and they're like, well, we can just use that. But then that infrastructure was only su- built to support humans, and 
Right. We, what, they, we need to build yes. a... Oh, my God. You know for shit there, there are people pushing forward building a life star. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but notice your, your life star still has the giant yeah. lasers. Like, oh. yeah. And that, that feels like that is what this episode is about. Like, we're getting a little yeah. bit off topic, but not really off topic. Mm-hmm. This episode is grappling with the fact that... You know, okay, so it is a tiny secret mining base. And, like, tiny, it looks like there are maybe 200 sort of mm-hmm. uh, people on, on you know, the record here uh, mm-hmm. in a planet that has a variety of, it, it's not clear if they're people who live here natively or if they are refugees or or what um so they just have to put together a strike team to get in access the terminal and get out with as few explosions as possible spoiler (laughs) alert i'm sure nothing bad will happen uh uh, either and i also think it's probably likely uh kind of to to wrap up some of my point my thoughts on this uh and i do think that the show is about what happened like obviously like it's about the Mando man, but like so much of the show is like, okay, and we're going to tell you what it's like in between a- after Return of the Jedi. And I think we, uh, meaning me and the general Star Wars population, but not everyone within it, assumed too much that the Empire just disappeared. And that includes uh, all of the Star Wars books I've read, which include like <laughs> Coruscant going back and forth forever between the imp- what's left of the Empire. But yeah, like even having read those books, uh, my assumption was was still like oh the empire's gone and but then there's like one person that right. r- rallies and like no that's not true uh, uh they would still have their infrastructure yeah. i would like to see this kind of um format in like a fantasy setting right like you defeat the dark lord or whatever, like you defeat the sauron of the world but it's right. like there's still a fuck ton of orcs out there yeah <laughs> and they're, right. they're pissed like <laughs> Yeah. Well, fantasy throws in like magic of it's like beating the droid. Like I mean, it's like when you beat the droid army versus when you. Uh, I guess the magic. It's yeah. It depends on what the their president. minions are, right? Because their minions yeah. could magically disappear yeah. if their powers aren't holding them together. But yeah, because uh, that's what that's that's what happened in the Return of the King is that the orcs look oh yeah the, trolls, right. the crater and the like fuck you <laughs> the like crater yeah. perfectly opens up in like a Y shape around the humans and elves and just to sw- yeah. just to swallow the orcs. Um, yeah. But that was my fault. I got us way way all right. Hard left. Back onto the oh. tracks. So speaking of taking hard lefts. They determine that the way to infiltrate is they're going to hijack one of the juggernauts carrying this very, apparently, of course, because, of course, because ten, uh, volatile Rhydonium, mm-hmm. they're going to hijack it. And um, so Mayfeld, of course, has to, and they need someone to go with him. And he brings up that anyone who would be in the ISBs, uh, for those who don't know, the ISB is like the Empire's like CIA intelligence. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that kind of rules Kara out, rules Fennec out, and then mm-hmm. as you guys you might see there in my notes, yeah. I didn't I didn't catch it till the second time oh, yeah. what he meant by that because when Boba says uh, he's like I just took it as like oh he he, he knows because he's worked with them before he's, yeah but he's I was like Boba oh Fett. no wait like the, everybody yeah, knows Boba what Fett's... clones look like <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that far <laughs> since the last cloak <laughs> yeah. theor- clone theoretically died yeah when, when he said they might recognize my face that was a classic uh lucy almost ran away because i scream laughed yeah because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's such a f- hilarious line that plays just as well for the you know him being like 
I'm kind of in the best Star Wars movie ever made, so you right. probably don't want to send me in. Yeah. But also it means I'm in the the bad ones, too. Yeah. It was... And it's such a funny line because it is downplaying the reality of the situation so much. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, when it's like, they might recognize my face, it's like, for an entire generation, we were See? every human soldier <laughs> that yes, anyone yes. saw doing anything. There are right. literally millions of dudes who look exactly like me. So, yeah. potentially, it, it would commander, shake things up. <laughs> any commander yeah. over the age of four He's gonna be like, we still got Burt clones. Any, we got a Burt clone working here. <laughs> <laughs> buy that guy a drink. How to get Burt? Cool. And that's good yeah, writing, right? That, that's good referential and, writing. And this was oh, yeah. this conversation was such a good build of tension because yes. they set up a question for which there was only one answer. Uh-huh. So yeah. they need to get into this secret base. They could send Mayfeld by himself, but he would clearly just fuck off and betray them. So they need to have one other person in this group who can go with him. Can't be Fennec, she's wanted. It can't be Kara, she's extremely not welcome in Imperial bases. Um, Boba, we've just mentioned there are like several million reasons why it can't be him. And they just go around. And I think... The viewer realizes almost before they do that, yes. like, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be Mando. But Mando yeah, can't take off the helmet. What are we going to do? So he says, no, I'll do it. Um, he'll just swap off his helmet for one of the trooper helmets, um, which is bending the rules a little bit. Uh, I think that the thing here is, unlike the Jedi, per se, well, hmm, uh, hmm, uh, uh, or the princess or the heir or whatever the previous episodes were, I think one could argue uh, strongly that the believer is either uh, includes Mayfeld, Mando, uh, and uh, (laughs) the Southern commander. I think that's one of the things that is like, sometimes the episodes are about a thing and then sometimes uh episodes are about the thing meaning like oh this is an episode about uh the heir to the mandalorian throne versus we're gonna ruminate on belief and i think this whole thing of like uh that the the dawning dread of like as jane said the audience figuring out that it has to be Mando before the, the team does, and then you, and you, we're just like, what does he do? You know, yeah. you know, it, it, and yeah, then he's like, fine, I'll just do the the mass thing. And then even Mayfeld points it out. It's like, what is? So what is yeah. your creed? Is it like what is your belief here? Right. Uh, and you know, it's weird because I don't know what I want. You know, I love Pedro Pascal, but I dig how weird the show is and yeah. how often. Um, they reference Mandel- Mando's face acting, even in show, uh, like being like, don't look so surprised. <laughs> <just> like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so like, I definitely don't want season five to be maskless Mando all the time, but you know, I, I'm hoping that season three has like four episodes, right? I want him to take his mask off, like at the end of Maybe this season. No, probably not the end of this season. And, uh, somewhere in the middle of next season yeah. with his buddies. Like, with He basically is like, like when he's chilling. I wear it when I'm fighting. I don't have to wear this yeah. thing all the fucking time. Right. Um, so I do love, man, he does. 
they do such a good job. I, I want to really give a shout out to the writing for this episode because it's not just him being like a smarmy dick. Mayfeld, there's um, I love it's just like it's it's just how he works. It's somebody he he's somebody, and I've known a lot of people like this. They have the way they kind of show affection is there's like two two ways that they'll give you shit. There's like a, I don't like you give you shit, and there's mm-hmm. a this is how I relate to you give you shit. Yeah, right. And it's like when he comes out in the in the tra- in the transport uh imperials uniform that's like i feel like that's his more lighter like right i'm gonna kind of bond with you give you shit and he's just like oh look at you and he has that line he's like oh what would they say on mandalore if they saw in just <laughs> yeah and i um so so what they decide to do is that they are going to take one of these it's a it's a ter- all-terrain vehicle full of extremely yeah. explosive materials mm-hmm. um there are, you know, two troopers wearing helmets who were driving it. So they take care of those troopers and steal their armor. Um, and they suit up and they, you know, go into the uh, the vehicle. And I, my immediate thought was, how are we going to visually tell these two characters apart? Because they are wearing mm-hmm. identical armor. So the way that they do that little bit of business is by basically Mayfeld complaining that the guy who had his armor is stinky. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, I'm just not, I'm just not uh, wearing and then, this. <laughs> and, then he, and then he makes fun of it too, because like, how do you even see these things? Which he did kind of joke before right. in, uh, last season about like, you can't see through stormtrooper right. and shit like that. Right. So uh, I did love how stinky and, and wet, <laughs> wet ass uh, uniforms they had. <laughs> I also love, uh, it's one of those things. I love that. Wheels, we don't see wheels very often in Star Wars. Right. Okay. We don't see wheels. Hover technology is very ubiquitous. But the one time we do, it's to transport a very explosive substance over yeah. rocky ground. That's, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, funny. so it's basically like, it's, it's, this sequence is sort of like a mix between speed and every train job. But like yes. inverted and Mad Max mm-hmm. Fury Road, which yes. is very very good. Um, although first we do um, open with some sort of low key banter and some like sharing of worldviews. I would mm-hmm. say between Mayfeld and Mando, but it's really from Mayfeld at Mando, who's just kind of like sulking <laughs> yeah. and yeah. and being kind of unrelentingly teased by this guy who is clearly like working through some stuff. So, uh-huh. you know, he is I think we can all agree that Mayfeld uses humor to process and also to diffuse tension and also to give himself power in situations where he has no power like yeah. teasing Kara which I was personally not a fan of but I I get it um that was to give himself power in a situation where he had no power but mm-hmm. this is sort of like I think like processing and trying to f- feel out where they stand relative to each other and relative to the universe yeah mm-hmm. yeah you see a lot of a lot of uh, uh people humans uh and and, and sort of like tropey uh, capital c characters being like do they believe yeah what they're spousing or are they trying to convince themselves you know i think uh it's it's a beautiful thing when a character in a show has a little something i like to call guilt and then <laughs> they are just working through it through through humor yes. you know I, it's it's very you know human very real 
Uh, and, you know, everything he's saying, kind of, is relatively true. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, he's, he's like, you know, they're not enemies, we're just on their land, type stuff like that. Uh, you know, things yeah. don't get better, it doesn't really matter who's in charge, yeah. it's always going to be bad, type stuff. I really and liked, I his, liked his whole spe- his whole thing, yeah. And while they're driving, and he's like, and they, you, know, you drive through the little village, and he's like, do you think they care? If you're imperial right. or republic, which which just... I, w- I was like, yeah, well, but this might, is the imperials. Imperial... Yeah, like he yeah, was yeah. like, they don't care if but it's the the republic or not, and it's the... like, but these are the these are right. the imperials. Right. Like you can't. That, this specific that line... example is yeah. Is yeah. That, that, that line kind of fell fell flat, and right. I was really curious what they meant by it. So I like I think... I understand like what they're going for, but it's like that see, but the thing is, I don't think we are meant to. I think we're meant to look at this as food for thought, but also this is a man who is looking for evidence everywhere and finding some of it that his participation was A, not something he had any choice in, and B, ultimately not any worse than the other guy. Because, like, he was part of atrocities. Yeah, it would have made, it would have landed better that line if it was everything was the same. But they were infiltrating a republic base, right? right? If it was a republic yeah. set up a base and you still have these locals and they still look like yeah. this sucks that they have this fucking yeah. trucks driving through the center of our village, it would have landed. But the two points he makes that I, I do really like are, Tim, you alluded to this earlier, his, you know, everyone has their lines. They don't cross until things get messy. And I do love his, his thing on belief. Whereas like if you were born on Alderaan, you believe one thing. If you happen mm-hmm. to be born on Mandalar, you believe another. Guess what? They're gone. Like both of them, you know. Yeah. They're gone. Both are gone, which I think is so true, though. We all so much of a there are so few of us that question the right. shit that is pounded into us as children from from a belief standpoint. Yeah. And it's all random. It's all just you happen to have been yeah. born in this area, in this culture. So you believe these things to be absolute. Mm-hmm. Someone who just happens to be born over there knows in their gut that these other things, these contradictory things are absolute. Yeah. So and it's. I thought that this was such a good job of giving some food for thought and mixing it with some things that are like have grains of truth, but aren't entirely true. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there are differences between the Republic and the Empire and what they're willing to do and their approaches. Like, true. like, granted, the net impact on individuals might not always be differentiatable but there there are differences and for mayfeld to reckon with that he would have to come to some conclusions that i think he processes through through later in this and i'm realizing that by jumping right into the vehicle we missed a really interesting moment earlier um between him and kara and one of the things that I think is so interesting about this moment it was that it was fast and they didn't give too many details. But it was basically when they are trying to figure out who takes what role, Kara implies that Mayfeld still has Imperial sympathies and he takes that very personally. Like, yeah. I think this mm-hmm. is the first time that we really see him emote and have a moment of vulnerability where he's like, if you want to accuse me of something, like come out and say it and this is like i think the first time that we see him show something other than like braggadocio Mm -hmm. like he is insulted and kind of 
defensive and hurt about the idea that he might still believe in this stuff when we know right. that he did before, or at least right. that he it, did it, it. Well, yeah, it was, well, that this fell flat to me because it was like it, it to me it felt. <laughs> let's continue to make Kara's character worse because it's just a, your your classic like meathead like never trust the dude that did this thing and he's like what are you trying to fucking say because even like last time he was never like pro empire right. his whole thing is just like i did what i had to do you know right. like even uh uh in this episode at some point i believe yeah uh he you know he's like you know what there's no difference between yeah. me and you we're both survivors or something like that yeah uh, which is funny because i just watched uh the twitter humorist slash comedian slash video maker phil jameson uh who makes very funny uh videos on on the twitter <laughs> and he did one of those like <laughs> good guy finally meets bad guy and then the bad guy says we're the same and then they go through it and it's like we're not the same at all we're the opposite which i thought was funny <laughs> yeah. but in because i just yeah. watched it like earlier that day um but in this case when they say yeah we're the same it's just like we both believe our things but we're both surviving yeah and you know it's we good. cross the line and we need to cross the line i th- i thought that part was really good i i, I was curious if the kara thing was blunt but to kind of add just a little a little dash of pepper yeah. to the what you know, it's a it's a Mayfeld moment. Less than it's it, yeah. it, there are these oh, yeah. times in in a media that kind of suck where they have to have a character obviously say a thing, and they might and it's gonna make one character look worse to right. make another character look better. Um, I think it's within uh, Kara's uh, 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 kind of character trait, so that at least they didn't uh, completely right. sacrifice a thing. But it did feel very realistic. Yet, like, come on. Yeah. I mean, she she is springing him after he was an accessory in the death of a Republic officer. So, like, I could see her not loving the fact that they're working with this dude and then sort of growing over the course of the episode. But I think what made this moment good was that it was fast. They didn't belabor it. She said the line, you get to see Mayfeld get upset I think, which was very interesting. And then smash cut, not actually in the show, but in our conversation to him and Mando kind of work, not him and Mando, him working through this at Mando while Mando just kind of sits and sulks in the passenger seat. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's always really quiet, but like Mando felt extremely quiet right now. Yeah. Um, uh, compared to some of the other times when he would usually just give one or four word answers, but now he's just like, "Oh my god, yeah. am I going to Mandalorian hell? What am I gonna do?" Right. Mando's asshole is usually at like a, th- it's like rests at like a three out of five pucker. It's full mm-hmm. five out of five oh yeah, for this yeah. episode. And, and um. <laughs> God, it's and also like, let us not forget that they are in a truck that is full of extremely. Um, <laughs> explosive Which material. <laughs> they're reminded of by them passing uh, really gnarly looking wreckage of, yes, so <laughs> of the same type of transports. And well, then... it's that classic like imperial thing of like, <laughs> this is your job. Your job is extremely dangerous with a ninety percent mortality rate. Good luck. Like, yeah. Here's what we do. It's a uh, living. And so yeah, they hear chatter on the comms about some some stuff going down, and then you just see off in the distance. A big fireball go up in the air. <laughs> Dude, that was so cool. They're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the radio chatter, there's chaos. It is implied that something is um, 
destroying all of the that they know that there is something um destroying all of the other transports and the only direction that they get is keep on trucking fellas mm. it is really important that I we do, get this stuff and know, we do not care if you die <laughs> i want to see the scene from the hq standpoint because it was we're there's a, there's a line we're gonna reroute you two other juggernauts blow up and it's like just stay the course you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what information did they you know, have where they were. Well, I think they, they put them on mute and they were like, can we reroute them anywhere? And they're like, no, we have one road. No. And then they're like, yeah. okay. There, uh, there are trees. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I misspoke. Um, you're going to die. But frankly, that is okay. Yeah. So do you do <laughs> sacrifice we're willing to make. Yeah. 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 This whole thing, thing ruled, and and like uh, Pat said, like the one, <laughs> the one wheeled uh, little car that we have has to not get too bumpy. But yeah, you know, it's like a classic thing that would make sense within Star Wars because it sucks, and it, it it's like all the perfect pieces for right. the most stressful pie you've ever had in your life. Yeah, it's like you can't go too fast, can't go too slow. What are you going to do? Which is awesome. And, you know, it leads to these um, uh, pirate boys coming over on their little uh, uh, skateboard cars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're smart enough. They don't have wheels. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, and they keep jumping on uh, with thermal detonators. And now Mando has to, like, get up there and do fisticuffsmanship. And the thing that I loved is <laughs> Mando's fighting style cannot handle not having beskar like yeah. he keeps getting hit and his like shit explodes off he's like ah yeah <laughs> it's so good yeah like he's trained to use his body as like a, a way of absorbing blows and it does not work if your uh, armor is made of ceramic <laughs> yeah ceramic yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so they call them pirates but they're but not pirates. My understanding of pirates Guys. is they steal things, not blow things up. No, they're, they're, I they mean, steal the cargo. I, they're as far not, as I can tell, freedom fighters. Like, yeah. they just want to make it not worth the Empire's while to be doing this so that they will leave. So technically, in a geopolitical sense, they are on the same side. But in a uh, in a heist sense, no, mm. no, no. Also, in not getting exploded sense, diametrically opposed <laughs> i mean you gotta you gotta give a, a negative name you can't be like the the freedom insurgents from the land right and you know we all love the the uh, the uh, the wars of the past so you have to assume that right. pirates just did shit like this i know sir francis yeah. drake did things like this what are you gonna do yeah um but the Good action. Length, the, such a good action sequence. Yeah. yeah. When you when the you look at which the... they go to like freaking destroy these things, you got to give it up for these, these yeah. guys. These are heroes. So when you look at this scene, there are like a bunch of dials that are getting turned up and turned down. One <laughs> of the dials is um just that Mando and Mayfeld do not trust each other and have this like uneasy sort of um, alliance and you're never sure about that, but they don't necessarily like each other. Another dial is the explosives on the um, sort of freight uh, mm -hmm. vehicle where if you go too fast, they will explode. If you go too bumpy, they will explode. If you turn left or right, they will explode. Uh, third <laughs> dial is hover pirates. <laughs> it was with, a very video game spears. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. This is totally a quick time event. <laughs> and like you play it yes. like 15 times and 
like when you explode, it's game over and you have to reload from the last Press save X. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I, I really liked was a, a dial that um, was less stressful for, but also for us, the viewer, uh, much more is uh, he, bits of Mando's armor yes. keeps getting bashed off. Yeah. And then there's several times where he almost loses his helmet yeah. from bash or when he gets thrown to the ground and you could totally see like a dangling boy grabbing his head. There's like several like yeah. almost helmet removals without it being, an ex- it's a really good choice, I think, uh, a, an explicit like yanking back and forth of the helmet. It's just like you could see all these moments where he almost loses it uh, without it ever being like a big deal. Uh, but it's totally fine. Um, right. I did think the uh, <laughs> he finally like gets them all back, and then like four more show yes. up, and it's like ah, god damn it! But then when the Tie Fighters show up, uh, that part rules. Um, yeah, especially because there's the so- heroic music sting. Yeah, and, and you're like, what an inversion! <laughs> yeah, situationally yeah, good. Really, yeah. really like that. Just that was a yeah. very fun, interesting, cool thing to do is like flip that around, and yeah, yeah. you have the heroic music. I love. I mean. The, the the second half the first half of this episode rules the second half of this episode is the best the Mandalorian has ever been agree like like starting from yeah we'll just say this is probably the best Mandalorian episode I think that's easy yeah. to say uh but like uh starting from when the Tie Fighters show up or like is it's, it's so good like yeah yeah I mean the Tie Fighters showing up in an inversion with the heroic music you get the stormtroopers and and co yeah. showing up and it was sort of that thing i was discussing the other day of like well stormtroopers suck but they're kind of used to just fighting these dudes right, right? Uh, um and they handily deal with these dudes right uh the tie fighters suck when they're fighting x-wings but they destroy these dudes they right. the 90 99% of what stormtroopers and tie fighters the scuffles they get into are fine <laughs> you know right. it's not a big deal uh uh it's just when they run up against everything yeah. that we see with the old republic new republic all that good shit it was such a it was such an interesting moment when the the sort of vehicle um pulls up and all of the troopers are like hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. you rock you did it yeah. <laughs> Woo. that was so it was so just fist pumps I can, yeah i can't believe they did that like it's so th- republic we have, right we've never so human yeah like we've never seen the empire as humans they're always like so stuck up so afraid yeah. the fact that we see them here celebrating like this it's so- I, I can't think of another time we've ever seen that no it is it, it feels like such a big choice that they had to get like approval they had like I, they had to call yeah. up george and be like george legally you can't say no because you sold it but we kind of want to get your opinion on this. I am one. wondering it is like, if this is... Sh- like a sea change of, of, of like a choice. It's so good. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is shot for shot for any of the um, uh, successful uh, alliance missions returning Probably. to the hangar. Because it felt so much like mm-hmm. that. So like yeah. everybody's clapping. Everybody's like, yeah. They come down yeah. and... They are so uncomfortable because they are undercover, and and they're like a big deal. Yeah, right? they couldn't just yeah, like yeah. show up like with like one of the other people. Like, oh crap! Apparently, it's something hard to do, or maybe this is a particularly bad day. Who's to say? But now they have a target well, painted on their backs, and it's such a good choice. What's funny is I feel like the but the contradiction is I feel like Mayfeld is the type of person that could totally like roll with that, right? And mm-hmm. just be like, I just see that, like. 
um, talk about his, how good of a driving yeah. he did and all that. And of course, in Mando, it's his worst fucking nightmare in the world yeah. just to be just, the atten- yeah. any kind of even social if, attention. Even if he wasn't undercover getting this yeah. much attention. He does yeah. not like it. <laughs> yes, yes. He's like, um, I grew up in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's... he's uh, he, 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 like, leans over and whispers, are they drinking alcohol? I mean, it's, <laughs> he's Kimmy Schmidt. He was in a bunker underneath the ground. Like, yeah, he yeah. literally was in a bunker for most of his life. Um, so they kind of get through that, and Mayfeld is like, all right, the, there's a terminal there in the mess hall. He starts to walk in, freaks out, turns around, comes back. And it turns out one of his old commanding officers is sitting right in there. Yeah. And it was really interesting that they had this whole conversation about him not wanting to go in there because he doesn't want to get recognized in full view of the person right. he doesn't want to be recognized. Yeah, that, that was funny. So, and and what he says is, if I go in, I'll be recognized. But even at this point, you can see in his body language that there is something else going on. He oh, is yeah. spooked. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and he's having like a, a, a panic attack. Yeah, like this, he's having a trauma response to yes. to seeing yep. this guy's face, and he is basically like, "We've got to go." Like the jig is up. Even though right. he is a man who, as far as we can tell, all that he does is roll with punches. This mm-hmm. has like short circuited his creativity to the point that he wants to march back out into the jungle because he cannot yeah. handle it. Right, it's it's sort of like a survivor, like oh, the character that this happens like with every character. It's like I'm a survivor. Something happens, and then yeah, they're a survivor and they're a coward. Yeah, like usually they say it like I do the the tough stuff. No one else has the, right. the balls to do. But then they kind of really show like, oh, okay, every you respond to fight or flight to everything. It's just that ninety percent of the time the viewer has seen you fight. Right, here's your flight. And it's it's right. it's always used. Not always. I should say that. Oftentimes, it's used uh, in such a great way because these are your classic scoundrel characters right. that we all know and love. And seeing them, you know, if <laughs> being a hero, a, a badass, uh, uh, this, that, and the other thing, a capable fighter, uh, and then showing human cowardice is like a, a cheat code yeah. for the viewer to be like, oh, damn. Yeah. That's that's a that's a that's a three dimensional character right there. Yeah, uh, and it it you know in in for the <clears> third <throat> time this episode, um, there's a lot of like rules of threes going on here, which is another reason why this uh, uh, episode rules because it's you know it's all of that good brain um, uh, juice. Uh, is yeah, we're realizing that Mando has to take his mask off yeah to do this thing because it has to you know it's 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 silly right because right. it's like it has to scan your face it's like well i'm not in the database uh, this one, yeah. shut up it just has to see a face not a big deal right <sighs> yeah and you know it's, it's a situation where like mayfeld if mayfeld wasn't so afraid uh then he would have just put on the mask and then taken off the mask but in his mind if i do anything right if i do anything he's gonna see me we're screwed right uh, he's paralyzed yeah. yeah, and you know, we, I'm sure one of the big questions everyone had this season is when will we see Mando's face again, uh, Din Djarin's face again, and uh, here we are, friends. Holy crap. What a moment. What a, I cannot believe this happened. <laughs> Such a good goddamn sequence. So he's like, you know what? Um, I know that you can't take any, but we have, we have to get those coordinates, so I am going to walk in and do it. And so he yeah. does. And he tries it with the helmet, 
which is something that gets him way more attention than it would have yeah. otherwise. Because it's yeah. basically like like if you see someone trying to like use an ATM with their nose, you're like, yeah, oh yeah, like we all know how to do this. What it's just is like going up thing. to an ATM and like giving it a hug? <laughs> yeah, 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 and just whispering, "Money, please." Like this is not how this is not how you use computer. In Star yeah. Wars, so he, so Mando sort of stiltedly, awkwardly walks up. He's already getting some attention. We don't know quite why yet. He puts in the USB stick and tries to activate the interface with his helmet on. It does not work. We know that it's not going to work. And then yeah. he takes off the helmet. Yeah, and then I also love too that it has like audible and like uh, I don't I don't know if this yeah. ever happened to you guys, but like working in an office job and then you accidentally click uh, a bad link yeah. that leads you to something that's yes. an office um, anti like boob slash spyware yeah. uh, slash uh, uh, in, like terrorism stuff and then like yeah. at my my old firm it was it was loud <laughs> uh, and so like it's literally just like calling them out it's like face not detected you have yeah. five unexpected four. item in the bagging area <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly and then now everyone's looking at him yeah, and he's then, like you know, fuck, we, fuck, we, fuck, we, fuck 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 takes fuck. off like, his okay. helmet the, the fact that he even tried it you know but you know hey maybe mayfeld was so afraid that he was doing some lying sure but also it works just as well that what a good moment idiot. i'm trying to think of a real world example or parallel but i just feel like i we've i feel like we've all been in that known that feeling of like oh shoot i have a problem i have to fix it Here's a real easy thing that I know in my heart of hearts is not going to fix the problem. I'm going to try it anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it, yeah. It's entering the password that you have just been told is wrong <laughs> again yeah. Um, yeah. until you get locked out and then panicking because it's like, well, this won't work, but it has to work. So I'm going to do it anyway. But there's like this countdown and you get it's weird. Even though you can't see his face, somehow you can see on his face. The yeah. dawning recognition. Dropping your phone in water. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You dry it off. It's going to be fine. And yeah. like, you know it's not going to so, be fine. So he, he um, unchucks that beautiful Pedro Pascal face of his. Oh, love it. Love to see it. What a, what a cool drink of water on, on yeah. a hot, hot Star he, Wars he day. He bothers to keep a nicely manicured uh, mustachio, even though yeah, no yeah. one fucking sees it. Do you I think the helmet does it? I like it. He does it for him. We talked about that last season. I think the helmet does self-grooming. Yeah. Uh, he but his bed head! His bed head! So cute! Yeah. I, I, so I feel like... I, I, I meant to Google what he looked like last season. Because last season felt like he was you know, uh, just kind of slightly disheveled. He hasn't, he yeah. hadn't had a chance to shave for a couple days. Um, I kind of imagine that the slave one has a better bathroom. <laughs> and I can also imagine that uh, there's probably a whole uh, ceremony to cleaning yourself uh, for Mandalorians. Uh, Cause they, they, you know, likely would include that with their, their creed or whatever. Uh, so it is, it is a hilarious choice that he has a mustache. I think we can yeah. all agree. That shit rules. It, uh, <laughs> it rules so much. Um, uh, yeah, and then he's just, just very, very, very stiffly goes yeah. through, gets the thing, and and everything's uh, over, nightmare. and no further complications until, Opa. yeah, until 
Val Ugh. Hess, played by Richard Brake, who um he was Joe Chill in Batman Begins. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um, he's and the he, Night King. He, yes, he was the Night King. Oozes menace yeah. in a way that was so delicious. Yeah, yeah. Usually, like the uh, imperial officers are like posh evil Brit- british people but yeah. it's so good when uh the shortcut of being like this person's bad they're southern <laughs> oh this guy rules this oh guy my rules god this so guy bad yeah the menace yeah, yeah. the creep it's like factor, a... just dripping off of him oh like, yeah just an old yeah. school and, and he's in direct contrast to yeah. the points mayfeld was trying to make where it's like oh we're just people and you're just on a side it's like oh no this guy relishes even before he goes into his spiel right before they sit down this is someone who relishes in the less savory side of being Empire. Right. Yeah. So this would be the uh, the the third believer here, right? Yeah. Is he's like one of those dudes who, you know, is maybe not what's I'm looking for. Uh, one of the, the cogs that is benefiting from it. He's right. on a shitty assignment. Uh, but he just, yeah, he's the he's like the classic Vietnam movie guy the apocalypse yeah. now man the platoon who was man, loving it who's who's loving it you know he's yeah. in the shit and he loves it yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah just like yeah. five stars no critiques yeah. here of so, this dude just so he walks up and he talks to mando and mando <laughs> shuts down <laughs> yes that needs to be uh freeze framed and turned into the latest internally screaming gif that's yeah. used on the internet <laughs> yeah. like that needs to that needs just to plant all of them because it's just he is oh worst nightmare helmet off and i'm being asked questions i don't have answers to yeah right yeah and it is hilarious seeing um uh, uh mayfeld kind of like peeking from the corner and just being like oh he took his helmet off and, and oh he's doing real bad oh yeah <laughs> he's, he's not built for this my little mando <laughs> right but the, the thing that rules is that you know it's it's the classic hand solo running right. away with his money and then coming back uh thing where mayfeld's like and that's the thing that's what that's what rules about characters like this is they 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 show you a part of themselves right it's 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 rational it's smart it's survival and then they flip the switch and then they're back in it he's not he doesn't miss a, a, a GD beat. He's like the 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 Mayfeld we've seen from the past two episodes, where he, you know, the two episodes for which he is in. He's you know charismatic. He's like disparaging. He's right. like he th- he says all the right stuff, and there's like not at this point not right. an ounce of oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck. Mm-hmm. You, you see how he's a smooth operator. Yeah, and so- I really appreciated. That he would that uh, Mando was asked for his TK number because yeah. we are we are putting ourselves in this ramping up to the first order. You know there are all of these imperial remnants who are still you know operating, still doing their thing, but they're becoming something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot of the things this guy says. He's basically saying, "Oh, they're making Star Killer right now." It's right. like yeah. it's which which rules. Yeah, I just love how he would not know a TK number, right? He wouldn't really know right. his TK number. That's fine, but I do love when he's asked his name and a planet. It's like 
bro you've met bro. thousands of people and been on dozens of planets fucking pick one. i know but again that's the point he's our, he's our awkward like dark boy <laughs> yeah yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah yeah it's like what is the opposite of yes and it's like yeah it's like ah yeah it's, it's not even no but it's just silence. yeah my name is like, what Kathleen. is a planet <laughs> Yeah, say any planet. <laughs> it's like I can't, I can't do it. Um, so yeah, Mayfeld rolls up, smooth as butter. Um, says, "Oh yeah, you know this guy. His hearing is incredibly bad because of a war injury. We just call him Brown Eyes. Love it, love it." Um, and it seems for a moment like the jig is up, like. They have been caught, but yeah. it's something that actually in the moment feels much worse. He wants to congratulate them for doing such a good job blowing up all those pirates. He wants to get a drink with them. Day drinking in the officer's mess while yeah. in uniform. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got distracted by what does the TK stand for and what does FN stand for uh, and I thought that was a, 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 a fun digression of like, everyone tweet at Tim what TK and FN stand for yeah. not me or Jane but yeah. tweet at Tim by no means tweet at me um, so yeah so they sit down and of course it's what do we drink to you know any, <sighs> the, the Empire it's so rote <laughs> and yep. then oh man Mayfeld is just like Decides, you know what? Fuck this, and he brings up Operation Cinder, which is again great name for a mission, and again tells you so much without saying right. it explicitly. Because put it this way, something called Operation Cinder, you're not handing out blankets and food to, right. to those in need. Right, right. Operation <laughs> Skeletons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that this happened, uh, but I guess this was in. Is this in Clone Wars? Yeah, this is a thing. This isn't. Uh, yeah. They didn't just make this up for the the episode. This is this Comes incident in is, or is something? a thing. It's, yeah. Is this when uh, it's like basically? Is it when the imp- emperor died? He created like these death rays that burnt. Yeah. Settlements. He, he set up something. I don't know. All the, but basically, he set up a, a Rube Goldberg device for when I die, I'm flipping the the checkers board over because yep. yeah. fuck it. If I can't play in this game, nobody can type thing to just like start blowing everything up yeah um i think it's from battlefront the star wars battlefront maybe i don't know but um it's a great moment because it goes from like we're gonna make it out of this situation alive we've just got to entertain this guy long enough that we can get the hell out of here to no this guy sucks and he is responsible mm-hmm. for the deaths of so many people and I am going to shoot him in the goddamn head. <laughs> and I think Mando starts to see this but has no no way to stop it. Because this is really like Mayfeld sitting down with his demon and he's yeah. got to have drinks with him. Uh, yeah. I I really again and good job Bill Burr I love yeah. oh, acting yeah, so good and his just sl- very slow build of like he's just kind of talking about it. he's like yeah it sucked there suck and then he just gets slightly more and more like directly like right confrontational with him to the point where he's like yeah oh yeah like did it matter for them you know all those people that died did it matter for them right like yeah it just- right and it's so fascinating because like. <laughs> 
we don't know a lot about Operation Cinder, uh, but it feels like it didn't do anything. It was just a revenge thing. It was just a punishment tool. Right. Uh, maybe I guess one could argue it's 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 like uh, uh, denying resources to the enemy type mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, it's it's a land war in Russia situation. Um, but the, the, it, it even seems to have broken um, Mayfeld again. Not really built to be the most biggest believer. Uh, but it's enough broke him out of his survival thing. I'm trying to think of what other good medias have delivered us the revenge thing. But yeah. I have to assume a million cowboy movies have done this thing. And you just see, mm-hmm. like, the emotion building up to where it's like, oh, he's going to risk it all and make such a bad choice right. to get that delicious, delicious revenge. And we want him to. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, but- hey, we have a couple more minutes this episode. Let's, uh, yeah. I got time. And you yeah, can see shootout. Mando basically being like, don't, don't do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. The look on his face, though, when he does shoot him, and he just looks at him like, really? <laughs> yeah. And then the other stormtrooper dude in the background <laughs> with his, like, plate, like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is... You know, and and among all of the other truly evil stuff that um, Hess says is the, like, I think the core argument between the Republic and um, the Empire slash, you know, First Order is people think that they want freedom, but what they want is order. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that is the core difference in the way that these two... Um, versions of government consider themselves but in reality they they play out sometimes very similarly and sometimes very differently like Mm -hmm. in operation cinder where it's just like (laughs) scorched earth to prove a point yeah and it doesn't matter how many of our people that we lose because we have an inexhaustible supply and do not care yeah uh and hess is a type where he kind of doesn't explicitly say it but it's like it's not really right or wrong. It's win or lose. Like he, his thing is like, I'm here. We're still, I'm still here. Right. So I'm, I'm in the right. I'm the winner. I won. Right. Like it's more about winning and losing than right yeah. and wrong. And, and uh, we've seen a lot of that. Yeah. We've seen Does a lot he of that. actually <laughs> say we'll give the Republic enough rope that they can hang themselves? Or is that just extremely implied? <laughs> because he seems I, yeah. to believe, and it's kind of true that like you give the Republic time to prove that they are different they can't yeah. prove it because of the scale and they'll slowly grow to resent them and they'll yep. they'll welcome us back yeah this is like and i know i've said it several times but it's like yet another uh mul- i guess multifaceted is a better way to say it's like you can have your cake and eat it too moment it's like everything he's saying is true that being said i want to see him die and i want this guy to do it and i also know the dread of the fact that he is implying things that we know are going to pass right like yeah (laughs) the new republic sucks and they don't do good we know i haven't read the leia book i fell asleep listening to it on a flight for a little bit um an audiobook style uh but you know the whole point is like in force awakens that is a new rebellion that's not the new republic right. that's one of the things that i even forget sometimes is leia breaks off right because the new republic doesn't do anything yeah. so she starts rebellion 2.0 which is like you know whatever it's not rebelling against the republic it's just you know doing technically war crimes uh to yeah. fight back the <laughs> um 
the first order yeah. uh so yeah you know everything he's saying here is like true dripping yeah. with dread dripping with evil and malice and you know yeah we know that it's it's leading up to uh uh star killer and shit like yeah, that because he, he's basically saying the republic won't respond to threats that aren't politically expedient which is true <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and leads to them getting extremely blown up in yeah. not too distant uh, future I do like when things start going to hell and there's a shootout, there's an off screen line just from an unseen stormtrooper. And I mean, and it's, uh, just go with me real quick. We need support in the mess hall. Uh, and there's just a very funny line to me because it's accurate yeah. if that's where the fight's <laughs> taking place. But I, and then my, the way my brain works is I immediately took this detour into it's like day in the life and it's like <laughs> someone gets a call and it's like, uh, it's like it's TK one five two. We need support in the mess hall, and he just, he runs in there, and then everyone's like, "Surprise!" <laughs> yeah, or like a janitor shows up with a mop and just gets absolutely blasted. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine that you get the page? We need support in the mess hall, and it's like, why? <laughs> why would you possibly oh, we another, need support? We had another chili accident. And <laughs> they made way too much lasagna. We need help yeah. eating this. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's free pizza in the mess hall, by the way. Free pizza in the mess hall. Conference room. Conference got over. There is only veggie left, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Depending on you the veggie. Get, you only get one piece of cake for TK888. Oh, my God. Uh, birthday. It's, it's such a good sequence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, their escape is very funny, very Star Warsy, <laughs> yeah. to the extent like this is a this is like the the, the worst idea so of good. any of any one of these Star Warsian escapes. Yeah. Like, very convenient though. Just get out on that ledge, and there's stuff to climb up right there. Just kind of scooch down a I little. Mean, yeah, you know they got to. They got. <laughs> but to. then I mean, when uh, you got Fennec and Kara with big big sniper rifles, the Barrett fifty cal sniper rifle, like, yeah. laser rifles, just. That ruled. Just wrecking. Just wrecking yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they would have, their goose would have been cooked 17 yeah. different ways. But it, it is rad because it's like, okay, now we have to protect them and we have to snipe the anti-aircraft guns, which also is hilarious because their guns are like from the 40s right. uh, in um, the US. <laughs> but They do, it's like, yes. They do like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but I feel like we've seen that in Star Wars before. But still, it, it, whenever you're reminded of odd star wars choices it's fun to scream uh but yeah that part rules of just like you know it's like zero dark 30 uh moment or hurt locker i forget which yeah uh maybe both even uh moments of of taking out like their their, the people trying to get them and i also like that it is both implied and in my opinion 100 percent canonical that that kara and fennec said nothing The entire time that they were up there, <laughs> zero words, zero, zero chit chat. Like the camera didn't need to revisit them because they were just standing there in stony silence. They should have just as there's like, right, yeah, just kind of chilling, just staring. You look, at, oh, yeah, like bring the what would they talk the about? Absolutely yeah. nothing. Sniping, sniping people. Sniping, yeah. Sniping people. Uh, <sighs> so they take about yeah. Then uh, Boba Fett shows up. They I do a nice, yeah, run, jump, you know, good old classic. Because he couldn't get a foot closer, but sure. No. Jump off the ledge onto there. And then uh, Mayfeld's like, grab me that cyclo rifle. Ugh. And yeah. yeah. That was a very interesting. Were they trying to imply there was like a traction when he blows up the the Rhydonium and then they cut to Kara and she does this like held tilt? Like, I think that, I, I, I just don't think she's a good actress. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, it's supposed to be like, oh, I was wrong. Yeah. But there was a little, there was a little throughout the episode of like, are they trying to do a thing with these God, two? God, they can't. Uh, I don't think. They no, absolutely I don't think that's can't. No, no. I will throw myself. But, okay, so I'm glad you said that, Tim, because I like, I feel like, am I weird? I feel like they're kind of hinting at this but not explicitly but right like because there is the trope of like the swarmy rogue and the stalwart paladin or fighter or whatever yeah uh who and then, from opposite sides originally like, yeah right. which is the, like i all the all the ingredients are there it's just no thank you yeah please yeah, don't like please don't like, yeah. no not these thank two you. Uh, and that is actually one reason why among other things like everything landed really will for me about this episode every time that mayfeld made a comment about kara i cringed because i'm like i see what you're trying to do and i think you know that it's not successful to the degree that maybe you're like playing on the trope against type because like kara would just crush his head like a like a watermelon between her Mm -hmm. her meaty palms Mm -hmm. um and not in a good way. Um, yeah. so that's about to say maybe he said that. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, yeah, like yeah, just, yeah. just drop this thread been... before the spinoff, please. Thank right. you. Right. It would have been way worse if, yeah. uh, in the car, he just leaned over to Mando. I was like, so what's the deal, you and her? Oh, that would have been uh, awful. Uh, that would have been so Christ. bad. Yeah. So bad. Uh, I've come back yeah. around to now liking that they didn't do that so much that my sense of gratitude has offset my. Annoyance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like. It could have been worse. He had the line after he shoots and blows up the Rhydonium, which triggers you know, basically blows up the whole base. That because it, it, you know, the conversation they had when they were in the truck about his because like the flimsiness of belief mm-hmm. systems. And it's like whatever, and then he's like, whatever people got to do to sleep, and then he's like, we all got to sleep at night. So obviously, this is yeah. As, as Jane, you said, like he fa- literally faced down his demons, and yeah, was, yeah. Which yeah. there was great, a, such good character development growth. And development. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. There was it's a crazy. line in the conversation with Hess where it was basically like, "Yeah, the fact that you got us these explosives, we're basically gonna do a Star Killer with this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and Mayfeld realizing like, "Oh no, it is not good that we let them have this." Exactly. No, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, that's yeah. that's such an important point. Is you know, it's like, sure, we delivered it, but we got to get the thing to get the little green guy and yeah. get out of here. That's all. Yeah. But then once he's realizing that, like, he's helping Operation Cinder 2.0. Right. And in my opinion, 8.0. Because <laughs> uh, it's that bad. Uh, I, I, I actually really like Force Awakens, but I think the destroying of, like, the galaxy missiles sucked shit. Um, uh, uh, but regardless, whatever. Uh, but Tim, they could blow up three planets at once. Just <laughs> we one. are not so relitigating the no. Force Awakens um, on this podcast. <laughs> I love. I I just I've talked about it before that there are one thing I really, really, really love about Star Wars, and it does very well. I think pretty consistently is iconic sounds. Yeah, yeah. I talked oh, about yeah. it with the last time we saw Tie Fighters on Navarro, and that mm-hmm. that sound they make when they're flying is very distinctive, right? And it's like, oh, here they come. For some reason, I, I'm, I love the son- whatever that sonic mine oh, sound yeah. that that reverby uh, sound. Uh, uh, For are some you reason, talking about I the just, one f- that Boba shoots? Yes, I just find it yeah. very like I I like it. I find it very. Pl- I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, no, it, that that is one of the new school sounds, I believe. Yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I, don't I think so. Uh, we saw that in it's an Attack of the Clones or 
yeah, attack of the clones. Uh, 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 Django does it. Um, and, That's right. Uh, it's it's one of those sounds that I'm not sure you could have done back in the day. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like there's so many things. I'm sure mm-hmm. they could have. Uh, but like it is such a banana pancakes noise. Yeah. Uh, 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 filters and 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 wubs and dubs with it. It's such, it rolls so bad. One of the things that I I actually one of the small um choices they made here is they did a lot of planning and talking with inside slave one um and they showed how the fuck this weird ship works which they didn't have to do but i loved it yeah uh you know because in uh attack of the clones they show boba and Django kind of strapped down uh, but then we can see the like cargo zone and they don't they never mention it they never have mayfield being like whoa they all <laughs> all they do is have them in their seats as though they're they're having like a meeting on a roller coaster as it's slowly <laughs> turning and you see like the the like crank things on the side the gears yeah. I thought that was they're like yeah. they someone must have smiled and be like hey we got to we got we get to do this uh and yeah. there's probably some Star Wars insane like source book that had right. all this like written out already <sighs> but it was such a rad yeah. like that's what's so that rules so much about this uh yeah. show broadly it's bet and i'm getting kind of nervous now that there's 45 new star wars shows like again when they showed the r5 unit in the first episode that was doo-doo gar- garbage dog shit uh but stuff like this where they get to be like yeah look <laughs> we were making all this weird science fantasy real Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's so good it's like it's it's making everything three-dimensional and like more textured and it was um yeah we did gloss over it, it was gorgeous too it was beautiful the way like it just looks yeah. it looked so real so yeah. good the show is so the, the the visuals are so good on this show um yeah. so we they get away everyone re, you know our sniper team reunites right. with our pilot and our infiltration teams and everyone gets back together and then it's the whole Kara and Amanda have those like oh man too bad too bad Mayfield died in that explosion. You've seen that yeah. before many times. Yeah. Um, but Mayfield was willing to go back, which I felt yeah. was really interesting. Like, he was, like, sort yeah. of presenting his wrists for the shackles, but, like, almost like a new guy. Like, oh, yeah. he was he, just the contentment coming off of him, having settled the score, you know? Right. This happens sometimes in um, prison media, which is weird thing is like the the difference between serving your time begrudgingly and serving your time with a smile on your face because right. you're you're trying to redeem yourself as opposed right. to whatever it's probably a, a an impossible uh, okay. uh movie magic creation because that would never happen in the real world because of yeah. a thousand reasons uh but you know it works in media it's like okay i i now i'm entering as you said as a new man i do like that he just walks away you just see my note there that he just walks yeah. away he's like wouldn't you ask to go somewhere because they already established so there's nothing really on morax so he's he obviously has no money right mm-hmm. right they didn't give him a gun they didn't yeah. give him a stick they didn't give I him want, anything i want them to come back <laughs> like two years later and that small village they drove through He's there. He got married. He's got a yeah. kid. <laughs> there was he has a weird moment beard. earlier where as they were driving thr- through, <laughs> he like slowed down and he was just like yeah. looking at them with kind of an, yeah. an odd look on his face. But yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it, it's like a ghost <laughs> who, who no longer has unfinished business. Yeah. Mando, like, yeah, I'm a farmer sure. now. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, but more than likely, he's just going to get bit by a bug and die. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, you know, Rest in peace, Mayfeld. <laughs> bit by a big bug, died, <laughs> is dead. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's a, a, a ch- you know, now that the, the, the imps are gone, he can join with the crew. And I'd like to believe that the militant pirates and the humans uh are are uh that, that is what so not really nitpick per se but like i hate when fantasy and specifically star wars does this where it's like we have a billion aliens here's the humans to make you feel what something because there are humans watching it they they, they should have had like 60 40 for those right. aliens right. in that village they're driving through but I guess they maybe wanted you to be like, oh, they're bad guys because we're space racists. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Weird choice. Uh, the other weird choice I, I didn't like uh, and only because it would have been funny <laughs> is if when Cara Dune was like, I guess he died. And then Mana goes, Mana should have gone. No, he didn't. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> we should have had one beat. We all would have laughed. It would have been funny. Uh, and then he would have been like, oh. oh. And then he would get to move on. But we, Or he starts to pull out his pistol to actually yeah. shoot him. Like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> yes, like, no, all no, no, these no, choices no, no. are good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, oh, shit. So this episode, I think we've alluded to it, but... I think this is my favorite episode. This went down so easy. And for me, it was, um, you know, so taking a step back, one of the, one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars media since like the Disney acquisition and all of that is Rogue One. Holiday special. But, um, (laughs) but (laughs) one of the things about Rogue One is that you can definitely see like the way that the scenes were chopped and screwed and Mm -hmm. put together. Like there's some Mm -hmm. weird pacing issues um, I think partially they may have been trying to figure out what that film was supposed to be over the course of the film and they figured it out. And then when they put all the pieces together, like it, it's kind of disjointed, really yeah. great, but kind of disjointed. This felt like they were doing a rogue one and they knew it at the beginning and they just constructed this quick, slick, really well-constructed story about grappling with your place in the military industrial complex that just ran straight through without ever pulling me out of it it was so good oh yeah yeah it's kind of funny like i i really like rogue one too uh and i barely even like acknowledge the faults even though they exist uh but, but i kind of hilariously think that the fact that rogue one worked somehow has doomed us to like this weird like that's that and that's slightly my opinion on why uh the new trilogy isn't as good as it is and why solo is bad uh is because they got away with it with rogue one as opposed to learning their lesson early on mm-hmm. uh and whatever i mean i would never wish for the opposite to happen because rogue one rules uh and, and all that that good stuff but it is like this kind of fascinating thing of like okay you just barely uh, skated by uh with this thing uh here and to see it where they can actually plan from the beginning and with a show that like just trades and like subverting your expectations it's such an interesting meta narrative going on with mandalorian and so often uh things happen in the show that get close to situations where you maybe want to roll your eyes and be like, well, would they would they say this now? Because they really they just want to tell us that 
uh, the empire doesn't really exist. There's just warlords, but they're they're strong enough. They, they, right. the, the, the the skeletons there enough, but there's warlords. Uh, and you know the times where it it works and like is able to kind of break the fourth wall, but be like you know just as impactful in the moment. It's masterclass. It's like something that uh, I've been screaming a lot recently about. Um, uh, media not doing its job in America because we've given up all of our rights and privacy, um, uh, universal health care, uh, good infrastructure uh, in order to sort of have cheap, easy and entertaining media. And sometimes recently uh, that hasn't been nailing uh, itself uh, consistently. And it's like, well, why the fuck are we, you know, living? Why the fuck do we have such a horrible infant mortality rate if we're not going to get a good Star War here and there? If we're not going to get, you know, this good show, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, when you get the good uh, uh, bread and circus, you're like, OK, it's still not worth it. But at least they're holding up their end of the bargain of keeping us placated a little bit longer. Yeah. And then our um, our denouement, our end button, cuts to the bridge. Uh, the J- Jane, we see Jane and her Star Wars counterpart, <laughs> yes, yes, the bridge officer, hat. the comms officer. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, she, and we tell Gideon, um, buckle up, um, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you got a message. <laughs> and yeah, it's like the exact same message that. Uh, Gideon sent to Mando previously, or like said to Mando previously. Uh, yep. This is one reason why I I did not regret not skipping. I didn't skip the recap uh, for this one. And you know they do the same thing. They yeah. kind of like show they, that yeah. out there. And yeah, he's like, you you have no idea how important this is to me. And the fact that like Mando, our dorky dude, is like, hey, hey record me, record me, record me. It, <laughs> that was a hundred percent Kara's idea. Okay. Yeah. Kara told him, "Hey, remember this thing he said to you when uh-huh. we were all hunkered down in that bar? You should say it back to him." Yeah, that's there's such... no way he thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, I, I hate that uh, uh, Mayfeld doesn't get to go with them because he rules, and I want him on screen. But it's I, also I like, thought you they know, might go let, that route. Free. Yeah. Well, now we have but... a bunch of spinoffs, so I would oh, be shocked well, if he isn't part of probably the Rangers of the New Republic show. Not to get too far into the like yeah. weeds, but oh, he's yeah. Uh, that's oh fuck. Now I'm mad again. You, all these people, <laughs> Frog Lady is gonna show up at a Ahsoka show. And be like, God, huh? they better give her a fucking <laughs> name. Um, what if it is? She's like, no, that isn't my name. Don't. That's how my rude. name. Stop um, speaking down to but <laughs> I would because I, like, I thought they were going to do it would have been cool if instead of them like oh you're dead you're free them's like you know what good job you can take off like thank you for your help him being like you know do you want to ride anywhere or no but him being like you know what yeah let me uh, I like that guy wait I like the little kid way more than I like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He t- he t- he turns the camera and says, "I believe in that little green kid." Yeah. <laughs> Got to get the Ugh, kid. Man, <laughs> this was it was such a good episode. Mm. I'm so glad Mandalorian's good. I, Imagine if the season sucked. I felt like just a sense of contentment after this episode. Like sure. they just stuck the landing, and you love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading a uh, uh, a piece written last May, I think, uh, or maybe October, somewhat not important, last year, about why the final season of Game of Thrones sucks shit so bad. And it was really interesting. And it just kind of brought us back to, like, 
things can happen in, in popular media that are bad. Even if there's a billion dollars poured yeah. into it, mm-hmm. it's still bad. I mean, I think um, uh, a, a, a statement that is true is of anyone that's ever worked in a thing, I mean, in literally anything, but has been said in movies and video games a lot. It's a miracle that any movie, TV show, or video game gets made. And it's a, a yeah. quadruple miracle that any of them are good. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I mean... It's it's there is a uh, palpable weight lifted off your shoulder when the monoculture media that we that we have is good because it doesn't have to be Mandalorian does right. not well Mandalorian does have to be good because it's it's like the reason to have Disney Plus uh, but like Marvel movies don't have to be good Star Wars movies don't have to be good uh, uh, <laughs> niche uh, online exclusive shows do have to be good DC's <laughs> adopting that their movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, Netflix movies don't have to be good Apple Plus ones do uh, Disney Plus ones do. Mm, uh, listen to my manifesto on which the DC shows they do. I don't consume. I don't oh. Highly recommend Doom Patrol okay. and the oh, animated yeah, 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 yeah. and the newer uh, animated Harley Quinn is yeah, both those are phenomenal. Good. Yeah, they're both like cool. Cool. Either of y'all watched the Repair Shop on Netflix? That one's good. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, cinematic universe is that? Is that, that is the um, the cottage. Um, cinematic universe <laughs> and and the like little little cute cap cinematic universe love it uh any final thoughts before we wrap up i'm super hyped to see how this goes down oh man yeah dude i have no idea what's gonna happen i'm excited um they get on the ship and they shoot gun grogu just, i mean spear v makes... dark saber we've been v. terrible dark about saber. i mean bo katan's and her crew got a show he's got to converge they're right? gonna converge go, at the same time but also maybe. now after this episode i'm like you know what i don't even want to guess because a i don't think that i can except for a couple of things such as spear versus dark saber which I mean, is gonna be yes, yeah. good as hell um but you know what take us away yeah kara's gonna die uh <laughs> spear v dark saber <laughs> finnick won't die because she can't and she's apparently in She's in something that she's she's she's. Did you guys see in the, the trailer for the Bad Bunch? She's in it, uh, but that that takes place yeah before this. That's for our um, like our separate yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool beans, baby. I'm excited for the uh, the final penultimate. How do you say, no the 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 ultimate episode. The ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate episode. Uh, next the finale. Week, the finale. Uh, until then, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can find Pat on Twitter at the Pat Edwards. I will give a special super plug for uh, a Happy Hell Hour every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Um, uh, uh, where we play D&D 5th Edition. And we're almost done with our descent into Avenir's campaign. It would be a fun time to jump in to see how that uh, uh, on the, you know, I think we might have the the penultimate episode next week. Who knows? Uh, when you're listening to this, uh, check it out. Um, I think we may also want to plug the uh the stream coming up for Geekly Inc. Um, the the holiday twelve hour stream. Yes. Um, yes. 12 hours of geek mess where um there is among the twelve hours um. 
you know, stay tuned for the whole thing. There are a lot of uh, very exciting um, developments from the network, but also of those 12 hours, nine of them will be a um, holiday RPG adventure, misadventure. It's going to be pretty chaotic. There'll be DMs running. There'll be players swapping in and out and uh, playing different versions on the same uh, deranged elves. <laughs> um, I'm going to be one of the DMs. These two gentlemen are going to be one to some number of the elves. <laughs> it's going to be really chaotic and fun. I'm going to be all the elves. It's going to suck. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's just going to be. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, De- December 19th. Twitch.tv slash Geekly. <laughs> a two hour period where Tim is nutty professoring it and he's playing all the different elves. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. The uh, I'm shitty the elf. It's going to be great. <laughs> Check it out. All right. Uh, We'll see you next week. Uh, Until then, this was sort of the way, but what is the way? There's lots of ways. 